welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Friday, June 7th edition. Got a 14-game slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a great Thursday. Looking forward to a wonderful weekend upon us. Looks like we have no rain tonight, folks. No rain on a 14-game slate. you got some weather to, to look at. You know, Wind blowing in from right field about 12 miles an hour between the Yankees and the Tribe. Yeah, blowing out to right field about 11 miles an hour in Detroit between the Twins and the Tigers. Blowing out to right field about 12 miles an hour in Texas between the A's and the Rangers. And lastly, blowing in from right field about 11 miles an hour between the White Sox and the Royals. So, just a little bit of wind to worry about. Otherwise, things look beautiful. Got some nice kind of almost summer weather out there across baseball to make our lives a little easier in that respect. Looking at the totals on this 14-game slate, waiting for the total in Cincinnati, Philadelphia. Zach Eflin looks like he's coming back from the IL. Diamondbacks, Blue Jays, total of 9. Braves, Marlins, 8. Rockies, Mets, 7.5. Twins, Tigers, 8.5. Yankees, Indians, 9. Rays, Red Sox, waiting on that one as it looks like it's Yanni Chirinos starting with no opener. Uh, you got A's, Rangers, 10.5 in Tejas. Baltimore, uh, Houston, 8. Pirates Brew Crew, 9.5 as Rookie Davis is getting a start. If anything's going to get the Brew Crew right, it'll be Rookie Davis. White Sox, Royals, 10. Mariners, Angels, 9. Nationals, Padres, 8. Dodgers, Giants, 7.5. So lots and lots and lots to like on this slate. Let's kick it off with the pitching. We've got four guys over 10K. We started up with Garrett Cole all the way at the top, 12-2. At home against the um, Baltimore Orioles. Garrett Cole's been outstanding this season, averaging almost 24 points per DraftKings start. His last few starts, interesting. At Oakland, a little sketchy. Pitched good at home against Chicago. Again, at, against the White Sox, a little sketchy. But other than that, you're pretty much locking in a 20-point floor with some tremendous upside. I'm not the biggest pay-up for pitching guy. I try to stay in the 9Ks and below. So I get it if you don't want Cole. But if he wants a safe floor, he's a minus 340 home favorite. By far the highest on the slate. That is insane. So the win equity is very, very high with a guy like Garrett Cole. 22% K rate for Baltimore versus righties. Cole's got a 37% strikeout rate, 41% ground ball rate. you got a Baltimore team with a total just above two. Just above two, 2.1. Lefty's 260, righty's 272 versus Cole. So Cole's a great spot at 12-2. You know, he's always good for a home run or two, but still lots of strikeout upside in that matchup for Garrett Cole. The other guy above 10K that I'm looking at is Clayton Kershaw, 11-2 at the San Francisco Giants. Kershaw's averaging 20.4 points per game at home and on the road so far this season. You know, 22, 15, 26, 20 in his last four. He's really started getting it going of late. Six or, six or more innings pitched in every start. He's keeping the ball in the ballpark. Five or more Ks in those starts. Lots of upside against the Giants team. It's very, very bad versus left-handed pitching. You look at the Giants team total, second lowest, just below three. Lefty's hitting 333, righty's 310 off Kershaw. But the important part is the Giants, a 269 Woba. A 116 ice over left-handed pitching. It's uh, very, very, very bad for the Giants when it comes to left-handed pitching. They also strike out 23% of the time versus lefty. So Kershaw, at his price point of 11-2, is in a great spot. I'd probably pitch him over Cole to save the $1,000. And that's how I have him ranked. I got Kershaw 1, Cole 2. Dropping into the 9K range, you got to look at Lance Lynn. I, I, I really don't like playing pitchers in Texas. That's like playing pitchers in Coors, especially with... Uh, you know, not too bad of weather. The wind's blowing out to right at 12 miles an hour. Things don't bode well there. And you can look at, at Lynn's season stats. He's pitched much better of late. I did, uh, when I did the podcast with Mike Florio, we talked about since like April 24th or something along those lines. 
His last like eight or nine starts, he's been very, very good. At home, a 5.28 ERA. On the road, a 3.95 ERA. So lots of going on there. But he's got you 20, basically 21 and a half or more DraftKings points in five straight starts, which is outstanding. He has uh, he faced the A's earlier this year. It was not a good start. Three and a third, eight innings, or eight earned. Not good there, but that was a different Lance Lynn. A's team strikes out 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Lynn, 24% K rate, 40% ground ball rate. Still some hard contact happening there, but he got an A's team with a 5.25 team total. Lefty's 293, righty's 316 off Lynn, so it's kind of a pick your poison. Do you want to see if Lynn's run continues at 9,700, or do you want to go elsewhere? I'll probably choose elsewhere, but Lynn is in play. At least I had mentioned him on this slate. You got Jacob DeGrom. He got pulled from his last start. <clears throat> All reports say he's fine. He's 9400 bucks. He's at home against the Road Rockies, who are a totally different ball club. And you get DeGrom, who's actually been better on the road himself than at home. But last start out, 23.5 points at Arizona. Struggled at the Dodgers, and then 24.5 at home versus Washington. Struggled at Miami, and then pitched great at home against Miami at San Diego, Chicago. You know, the, the upside is tremendous. It's like DeGrom and Cole could do the same thing. They're priced so far apart, almost $3,000 apart. DeGrom, 23% K rate uh, for Colorado versus righties. DeGrom's got 29% K rate of his own, 43% ground ball rate. When you look at Colorado, they have the third lowest team total. They're actually tied for second with the Giants. They currently have the second, the same total as the Giants. Lefties, 308. Righties, 254 off DeGrom. And so all things considered, DeGrom looks healthy. Things are supposed to be fine. $9,400 for DeGrom is very, very, very nice. Lastly, Andrew Heaney, 9200 bucks, making his third start of the year at home against the Seattle Mariners. His first two starts were great at Seattle last time out. Six innings, three earned, 10 Ks for 24 and a half. The start before, five innings, two earned, eight Ks for 21 and a half against Texas. He has given up two home runs in both starts. Let's keep that in mind. The long ball is there if you want to get weird with Seattle, but he's got a lot of strikeout upside. He's pitched very well in his first two starts. He is facing a Seattle team. That strikes out 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So Heaney's got that going for him. He's a fly ball guy, hard contact as well. The ball's leaving the ballpark. But as a whole, there's a lot to like here. Seattle, team total below four, sixth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 197, righty's 321 versus Heaney. So Heaney might give up a little bit of action, but the strikeout upside is tremendous in this matchup, So that, which leads to DraftKings points, which leads us to being very happy at $9,200. So ranking my guys in the 9K range, I got Heaney 1, DeGrom 2, Lynn 3 is how I look at this one. All right, when you get into the uh, 7 and 8K range, it gets a, a little little interesting. But you got uh, Brandon Woodruff, 7800 bucks. A guy we liked yesterday, got moved to today for Freddie Peralta. Uh, Woodruff's very up and down. He's faced Pittsburgh this year and got shellacked. But to me, this feels like a uh, well. That was, that was his last start out was against Pittsburgh, where it was ugly. Prior to that, is he's been really, really good. You know, 22, 20 or more drafting points in multiple, multiple like five, six straight starts before that roller coaster at Pittsburgh. I'll go back on that wagon. I do like Pittsburgh's offense. I liked them yesterday. They did well. They have a sneaky good offense, but at the same time, Woodruff can take advantage of. Him. He's a minus two forty home favorite. Um, they strike out twenty percent of the time versus righties. Woodruff twenty eight percent K rate. Got a Pittsburgh team with a 3.16 total, fifth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 332, righty's 271. So if he can navigate the Josh Bells, the Polancos, uh, the, the Brian Reynolds of the world, he'll be just fine at 700 bucks. It's a great price point with tremendous upside with, with Brandon Woodruff. 
Going below Woodruff, you got Jose Urania at 75. Talk about getting a price bump. We've been playing him when he's cheap as hell. So you got to take that into consideration. But he is at home against the Atlanta Braves. Urania's actually been a little better on the road than at home. So his last few starts, three straight starts of 18 or more drafting points at San Diego, at Washington, at Detroit. Comes back home where his last few starts, 10.7, 6.1. So somehow he's been better on the road in the pitcher-friendly Miami. He's expensive compared to what we're used to for Urania. So he's not a must-play. Just wanted to throw him out there as another option if you want to pivot and get weird because he'll be super low-owned on this 14-game slate. Really, really low-owned. And then lastly, this price could have stood out to me. I know he hasn't been great by any means, and Tampa Bay's offense can be good, but Rick Porcello at 71 just doesn't seem right. It really doesn't. He's pitched much better at home this year, a 3-5 ERA compared to 6-4 on the road, averaging over 16 drafting points at home for 7100 bucks. In this era of baseball that we do, that's really good, actually. Like, that's really good. He, he faced Tampa once this year, five and two-thirds, two earned, five Ks for 14 DraftKings points. You know, he had a rough start against the Yankees the last time out. But prior to that, 14, 18, 13 and a half, 17, 20 and a half, 35.6, 16.7, 14. Those are all okay for 7,100 bucks. You want more than that, but in this era of pitching that we're in, that's okay. Like, you can deal with that kind of setup. So... I don't mind Porcello at 71. Yes, the Rays offense can be very, very good. I totally get it. But at that price point in this type of matchup where you can save with a guy like Porcello, at, uh, that, that price point's nice. Tampa Bay strikes out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. When you look at their overall team total, we're waiting on it because we don't have a total in that game. But lefty's 337, righty's 311 versus Porcello. So yes, Tampa can be good. They might get to him. At the same time, at that price point, there is a lot to like there. So in that 7K range, I got Brandon Woodruff 1, Porcello 2, Jose Urania 3. When going punting, 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 this one I just don't get. He's coming back from the IL, so maybe there's something to it there. Maybe there's a pitch count we got to keep an eye on. But $6,400 for Michael Pineda at Detroit does not seem right. He's faced him twice already this year, a total of 12 innings, 6 earned, 10 Ks. He's averaging 15.3 a start at $6,400 is outstanding. His last few starts before going on the IL, 17, 7, 14, 22, 14, 16. So five starts of 14 or more points. Again, 6,400 bucks. We're looking price point. We're looking floor with upside. Pineda always brings that with the strikeout ability. Detroit strikes out over 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So Pineda's got that going for him. He'll give up some home runs. That's what the Pineda does. At the same time, he can shut the door. And get things done as well. Detroit's got a four, a, little, a total just above four. It's seventh lowest on the slate. You have a $6,400 pitcher giving up the seventh projected total on the slate. There's a lot to be said about that. Lefty's hitting 296, righty's 384. And it's a Detroit Tigers team with a 281 Woba and a 148 ISO. So Pineda, he may be chalky. This is some chalk I can get behind. If, if Pineda blows up, if he goes full Pineda on us, it's one of those I kind of live with at 6400 bucks because the ceiling. We're getting a punt pitcher with literal twenty point upside, like that is you don't see that every day when you're punting. So it's it's hard to pass on that. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's just another night around the diamond. But um, it's really really silly when I saw that price point. The other guy we'll look at here if you want to get real weird is Homer Bailey at forty five hundred. It's this is strictly a price point play. Like it's it's cheap, cheap, cheap. It's it's an outfielder uh, that that you're targeting. Uh, Bailey, he's faced Chicago once this year, four and a third, one earned, five Ks for 15.4. You'll take 15.4 at 4,500. It's a roller coaster with Bailey, though. 1.5, 15.4, minus 6.5, 17.16. It's a massive roller coaster. Pineda's a lot, quote unquote, safer, if you can say anything is safer in baseball 
But that's where you're looking there. You got a White Sox team with a 4.8 team total. Lefty's 321, righty's 396. But it's a White Sox team with a 307 Woba and a 156 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So you at least got the distress to Homer Bailey because the White Sox also strike out almost 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So it's on the, the table as an option, just not a sexy option. So I got Pineda 1, Bailey 2. Recapping your pitching real quick. On this 14-game, we're all the way up top, 10K and above. Kershaw 1, Cole 2. In the 9K range, I got Heaney, DeGrom, Lynn. 7 and 8K range, I got Woodruff, Porcello, Urania. Down below, Pineda and Bailey. So, if I got to pick one from each range, it's Kershaw, it's Heaney, but I'm leaning towards DeGrom also. It's like, those are real close. And then it's uh, Woodruff, but Porcello gives you a lot of savings. And then Pineda stands out pretty, pretty well for me down below. All right, to the bats on this 14 gamer. Before we do that, I want to talk to you about the QuantEdge.com, one of the great new daily fantasy sports websites. They kicked them off with football this year. They're ramping it up already. Your best ball drafts are kicking up and going. You got Todd from PA, and you got our boy Elliot Chris breaking down some really good stuff for you there. You got uh, basketball playoffs with Stefano and company, get you the NBA final information on the showdowns. Then you got me and many others doing some great baseball work over there. The site's getting an overhaul. They're going to get an iOS app that's coming out soon. The tools are getting redeveloped. There's a lot of cool stuff going on over there. If you want to try out the rest of the baseball season, you get $10 off by using promo code Bubba. So instead of $84.99, you get it for $74.99. Get you all the, the tools, the articles, the member Discord chat, all that great stuff for $74.99 the rest of the season. If you just want to try the site for a month, you can get all sports first month package for $19.99, promo code Bubba. Or just try a five-day trial for five bucks with promo code Bubba. So come check it out, thequantedge.com, promo code Bubba. Gives you what you need right there. Also, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, I'd really, really appreciate it. It takes a couple seconds out of your day. It would mean a lot to me for the, the time I put in here because it helps me the more ratings and reviews we get. I would appreciate it if you can take a couple minutes to do that. It mean a ton to me. All right, the bats on this slate at the catcher's position. Yasmani Grandal versus Rookie Davis is a match made in paying up for catcher heaven. Grandal, 4900 bucks. In a great spot here. The Brew Crew, 5.9 team total, currently second, just behind the Houston Astros. And when it comes to Rookie Davis, this is a former Cincinnati Red that got beat up a lot. Lefties hit 355, righties 204. I didn't even play righties against him. I think that's a skewed number. But Grandal at 49 is a really good play if you're paying up at the catcher's position. When you slide on down, you can look at a Wilson Ramos at 44 versus Sensatella. Sensatella is just not good at baseball. That's just plain and simple. Or you can keep sliding down like a James McCann versus Homer Bailey at 42 has some appeal to it. Uh, definite appeal to it. Below 4K, you could look at maybe an Elias Diaz if you so choose. Like a Jason Castro versus Boyd. Probably not running there. You're probably going more Mitch Garver or Williams Astadio versus Boyd. Or no one in general. But Brian McCann at 35 versus Jose Urania. McCann's not a bad cash game guy. Eight points his last time out. Good matchup there at 3,500. Going down to the bottom threes now. You can look at guys like uh, Johnny Lucroy versus Marco Gonzalez at 34. That's got some appeal to it. Uh, definitely, definitely some appeal to it. If Beef Wellington's in the lineup instead of McCann, Beef's 3,300 against Homer Bailey. Yeah, a guy like Tucker Barnhart at 32 versus Eflin. When you do attack Eflin, you look at the Reds attacking Eflin. Lefty's 357, righty's 265. So a guy like Tucker Barnhart at 32 gives you some upside there. Other than that, See what uh, value pops up when lineups get released. First base, lots to like here. Drew Pomeranz pitching for the Giants is bad. Very bad. Every once in a while he pitches a good one. It is an AT&T park, so that helps. But it's bad. It, it is. 
Lefty's hitting 396. Righty's 351 off Pomeranz. So Belly Bombs at 57 is in play. Uh, you could look at Josh Bellies and play pretty much any night, especially when a righty's on the mound. Those aren't horrible, but like Howie Kendrick facing the lefty Nick Margavicious at 5400 bucks is really good. Kendrick mashes left-handed pitching. We talk about it time and time again, and the adjustments he's made at the plate are for real. Some people don't want to believe it. I've talked to multiple guests on Bench with Bubba. I've listened to other shows. I've read other articles. I've done my own analysis, and I tweeted it out. The adjustments he's made are real right now, and you gotta you got to roll with it. And you got a Nationals team with a... Man, when it's zero, okay. four point two team total. Lefty's three ninety nine, righty's three thirty one off Margavicious. So I got no problem with Howie Kendrick at fifty four. It's expensive, but he's first base, third base, in a really good spot. And the Nats lately, and it might be different tonight with Margavicious. And this comes out in the member Discord. We get the stacks, um, the stats ownership towards the end. The um, the Nats have been really low owned lately, and they've been popping off. So keep that in mind. Uh, you could look at a Pete Alonso, but Freddie Freeman went deep again yesterday. He's 5,100 bucks, averaging almost 10 points over his last 10, 16, 4, and 26 in his last two. Again, if you're attacking Urania, you know, lefty's 338, righty's 293. A guy like Freddie Freeman is as consistent as it comes. It is a pitcher's ballpark in Miami, but 5,100 worth a play for you there. Going down a little farther, you could ride the hot bat of Jay Bruce, 5,100, first base outfit eligible. Bruce has been scorching hot since coming over to Philadelphia, like stupid hot. 21, 43, and 3. Uh, he's hitting 5, 4, 11 with uh, 3 home runs, 7 RBIs in his 3 games with the Philadelphia Phillies. He gets his first home game with them now in Cincinnati versus the likes of Tyler Male, who you can pick on with the left side of the plate. Um, lefty's 362, righty's 279. So a guy like Jay Bruce. Has some serious upside in that matchup. Ride the hot bat. As what Bruce does. Very streaky hitter. Ride the hot bat while you can. Going down even farther. You can look at an Eric Thames and a GPP at 45. Not the worst move in the world. But a Derek, uh, David Freese versus Drew Pomeranz at 4400 bucks. We already gave you Pomeranz numbers. He just sucks, period. It's lefties and righties. But you got a guy like Freese who mashes left-handed pitching. A guy that is just on a very, very good heater right now. When you, when, you, when you break down freeze, uh, zero, that was a pinch hit. So his last starts, 16, 9, 21, 14, 10, 7, 27. Those are his last starts because the rest were pinch hits. He's been crushing it against lefties. They've been having him hit anywhere from first to fourth in the lineup. So David Freese at 44. He doesn't break the bank for you. In a great spot versus Drew Pomeranz. He's a very good value on tonight's slate. When you break it down... Even farther after David Freese, you could look at guys like Logan Forsythe versus the lefty Anderson in Texas. That's always in play. Edwin Encarnacion swinging a good stick. We mentioned Andrew Heaney's giving up two home runs in each of his start. A lot of fly balls and hard contact with Heaney. Does get a lot of strikeouts. It's kind of the yin and the yang with Heaney on the mound. So if you want to target that, Edwin at 4100 bucks, swinging a good power stick right now. Averaging over 10 points his last 10. He's got four home runs over his last 10. He's homered uh, in two of his last four. He's got 14 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four. So Edwin at 41, very much in play for you as well. Going to the 4K and below now, like Eric Hosmer versus Fetty at 4K is not bad, but I'd rather Matt Olson at 4K. I know Lance Land has been very, very good, and, and Olson's been very inconsistent. But when you look at it in that ballpark with that wind blowing out, with the ability of lefties to hit Lance Lynn, Matt Olson at 4K does make for an intriguing option tonight. 
Then other than that, you know, you can look at Joey Votto at 37 and hope he finally gets one going. Yuli Gurriel at 37 as a value versus Yanoa. Not bad. He's averaging seven points his last 10. He had nine his last time out. You got Houston with the total just below six. Lefty's 296. Righty's 335 off Gabriel Yanoa. So I got no problem with uh, a guy like Gurriel if you're looking to punt at first base or third base for 3,700 or a part of an Astro stack to be a little different. You could definitely go there. Heading over to second base. You got DJ LeMay who just keeps getting it done. I don't know how many times I got to say it or write about it, but 21 more points last night. He's averaging 12.4 his last 10. The dude just keeps raking. He gets Zach Plesak tonight. who's pitched well in his first two starts, but still good look there for uh, DJ at 52. It's just hard to pay that price tag for him, but he's earning it right now. But I'd rather spend $100 less and give me Mr. Mike Moustakis, Mr. Double Dong Mike. He's hit six homers in his last 10. He's just been mashing. He gets Rookie Davis at home from 5,100. Moustakis, second base, third base, is a very, very good play tonight. Going down farther, though, you can look at a Brandon Lau, but uh, I'm not running to do that. Um, Michael Chavis is struggling tremendously right now. Eric Sogard versus Merrill Kelly at 42 is not a horrible play. But you got like Kiki Hernandez, second base outfield versus Pomeranz at 41. He'll be a popular play, and rightfully so, in that matchup. We know Kiki likes to hit lefties. Very good look for you there. Um, you go down farther, you got like Lourdes Gurriel Jr., second base outfield, probably hitting towards the top of that Toronto lineup against Merrill Kelly at 3,900. Lourdes is swinging it pretty well. Tech, Toronto's got a 4.8 total, and lefty's hitting 359, righty's 361 versus Merrill Kelly. So a guy like Lourdes Gurriel at 39 has some upside in that matchup. Below 4K, though, a lot of kind of wishy-washy guys. But a guy like Cesar Hernandez, keep an eye on that with Kutch going down. Hernandez could be leading off. He's 3,700 versus Male. That's a good price tag for a leadoff guy in that matchup, in that ballpark, and the way lefties can hit Male. Cesar Hernandez at 37 does have some nice upside. Tony Kemp at 37. I keep talking about him and some value. Second base outfield against Yanoa. Brian Dozier went deep yesterday. If he can do anything, it's hit lefties. He's 37, GPP only. Um, Adeni Echeverria, 36 as a value as well. Otherwise, there's a few different options down here. It kind of depends on the line. It's like Gavin Biggio at 34 versus Kelly. I don't hate that. Uh, and there'll be some more that pop up as we get towards Locke. Third base, Rendon against Marga Vicious at 58. It's a great play if you're paying up. A really, really good play if you're paying up. Uh, Howie Kendrick as well. Talked about him at 54 already. We got like Bregman at 53. Bregman went deep yesterday. I think he's, you know, he had that rut when he came back from that injury. He's getting it going, averaging almost 13 in his last 10. 22, 5, 16, 16, 12. So 12 or more in four of his last five. Really swinging it well. I mentioned how you know uh, is not not you good. So uh, it's more as you ugh. So yeah, definitely. I'm sorry. I apologize. But uh, Bregman, 53. Very intriguing at that price. You got LeMahieu we talked about. Then you got Rafael Devers, another guy. I, I just talk about him every day because he's averaging 13 points over his last 10. 13, 32, 15, a 7, a 0, a 14. He's so damn good. Hitting it hard, doing it all. So he's, he's even stealing bases. Yanni Trinos is a good pitcher, but Rafael Devers at 51, good. Mustakas at 51, talked about that already. So good looks there. The high-priced third basemen are loaded tonight. You know, GPP-wise, Matt Chapman's not bad. But you've got Yohan in a GPP versus Homer Bailey. At $5,000. Like, Mankata's averaging over 8 points in his last 10. He's got 3 homers in his last 10. He's hitting the ball super hard right now, which is awesome to see from Mankata. The swinging strike rate's decreasing. 5K is expensive for Mankata, especially with some of those names above, like Mustafa's $100 more. Devers $100 more. 
But Moncada versus Homer Bailey is a match made in heaven at $5,000. So third base has a lot of ways to be different. Lots of ways to be different at third base. Lots and lots of ways there. Going down farther, though, at the position, you know, Eugenio Suarez may be in a GPP. You could look there. But Justin Turner at only 4200 bucks against Drew Pomeranz, there's your value. Seven, he's averaging almost eight points his last 10. Nice value there if you want to go that direction. Scott Kingery, third base outfield versus Molly at 4100 Kingery swinging a pretty good stick of late, averaging eight over his last 10, but in his last few, 11 and 21 in San Diego. It seems like him and Jay Bruce got it going at the same time. So keep an, keep an eye on Kingery at only 41. Nice upside there. Another guy, Colin Moran, talked about him on the last few pods. I've played him a lot. Uh, he's averaging almost 11 points in his last 10. He's got four homers in his last 10. He's homered in back-to-back games. This guy's swinging a really, really good bat right now. It is Woodruff, who I like, but we also mentioned how you can get some power and some home runs off of Woodruff as well. So Colin Moran at 41, nice GPP value in that. The Vladito at only 3,900 versus Merrill Kelly. I'll get behind that when he put up a goose egg his last game out. But uh, the, the hard hit rate's still there. The big games are coming. GPP only for now, but good play there. Manny Machado at only 38 versus Fetty. That's a value for you that you can take a look at. Mentioned Yuli Gurriel already. So there's definite options here at third base. There's the really good elite pay-up spots. And then there's some serious value. If you get like 42 and below, you got some definite options for you as well. Heading over to the short stop position. Where we have our top price guys per usual. Francisco Lindor versus Herman at 54 is a good looking play. I do like me some Trey Turner. 5,200, probably more so of a stack. Because I might be saving at shortstop if I can. It's tough though. But you got Turner, uh, Tim Anderson in a GPP versus Bailey at 5K is very, very nice. Uh, Tatis Jr. is back. He's 49. I'd probably try to get up to Tim Anderson, but Tatis is there. Or you drop down on Elvis Anders at 4700 bucks in a really good spot there. First Brad Anderson in Texas. You could look at Elvis at 47. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Jorge Polanco is intriguing at 43 just for the value points alone. Uh, Miles Straw's up to 4200 bucks. My Atlanta is averaging eight points over his last 10. Facing Genoa, he's shortstop outfield eligible, so I don't hate it at 42, but that's just quite the bump stood out to me right there. Uh, you got Marcus Simeon in a great matchup in Texas. He's more so of a stack piece at 41. Because if you're just looking to punt around 4K, give me all the Ahmed Rosario at $4,000. When deep yesterday, he's averaging almost 10 over his last 10. Swinging a really good bat. Gets Antonio Sensatella. If you're looking to save there, I'd rather go... Rosario over Simeon, but both on the same page. Gene Segura is quieted down a little bit after that hot run, but he's 3,900. If you want to go there, I don't hate it at all. Again, Machado at 38 is just silly, silly, silly to me. Yeah, guys like Freddie Galvis at 36 if you need to punt, um, and so on and so forth. There'll be a few others. As you're going to like Tim Beckham, loves facing lefties. He's 3,300 bucks for Heaney. Beckham's been very, very bad of late, but 3,300 bucks. Is very, very cheap, so keep that in mind. Heading to the outfield where a 14-game slate will have so, so many options out here. So just bear with me here. But like Christian Yelich against Rookie Davis, there's a reason he's $6,000. That is insanity. That is a great play, but a very expensive play. You got guys like Meadows and Bellinger who are really good. Mike Trout homered again yesterday. I was on the DK, uh, the sweat show on DK Live. That was fun. We all talked about the Mike Trout plus 200 bet. Uh, he went deep. Yeah, the bet cashed. He got 18 points yesterday, 18 and 18 in his last two. 18, 18, 6, 5, 19, 24, 16, 18. Mike Trout, everybody. Welcome to the show. 5,600 bucks is a really, really good play. You got Juan Soto, Hunter Pence are in play. 
don't mind it at all. But you're, when you're paying up, you're going Trout. You're going Yellick. That's where I try to get to if you're paying up. The other guys are good, but that's where I try to be. If not, you go down to some other guys like Jay Bruce at 51. Very, very nice. Um, Hunter Renfro went deep again yesterday. He's 5K in the GPP. Not hating it. But like Alex Gordon versus Yvonne Nova at 48. He'll go overlooked because it's a steep price tag for uh, for Gordon. But he went deep yesterday. Got you 22 points. He's averaging 8.2 his last 10. 14 or more in two of his last three. So he's at 4,800 bucks. He's in play. Ronald Acuna will be in play for me almost every day at 47 just because the upside is so huge with him. More so GPP than cash with Ronald Acuna. Bryce Harper might be looking to get it going here. He's 4,700. He's averaging 10 points over his last 10. Don't look now, folks. Harper might be starting to get going. 4,700 bucks for Tyler Molly in that ballpark is a good way to help. Uh, Michael Bradley at 47 versus you know is a very, very good play as well. I don't hate Aaron Hicks at 46. He went deep yesterday. Wind blowing in it right. Police X been okay, but still a good look there at that price point. Cattell Marte versus Strowman's interesting. I don't hate it. Uh, Brian Riddle, GPP at 45 if you need to go there. You're getting Mookie Betts at 4400 bucks versus Yanni Chirinos. I know Yanni can be good. Betts coming off a 20-point game. He's averaging 7.6 over his last 10. So in Betts terms, that's slumping. But $4,400 for Mookie Betts is a little... A little nuts to me. I'll be told. I don't know how to phrase it any better. Lefty's hit 386, righty's 288 off Torinos. I think Torinos is very, very good. But you give me some Mookie bets at 44. Results aside, that's 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 serious value. Serious value. Jorge Soler at 44 versus Nova is a nice value play there. Uh, Ryan Braun at 44 has got some upside to it as well. Uh, sliding on down, you could look at guys like. Um, Gregory Polanco at 43 went deep yesterday, I believe. Uh, David Peralta, only 4,200 versus Stroman. Peralta came back from the IL recently. He uh, got you 12 points yesterday. It is three games back from the, the IL, 12, 2, and 0, but might might be shaking the rest off. Marcus Stroman can shimmy it off of him, possibly, at 42. You got Triple Dong himself, Max Kepler, at 4,200 bucks versus Matt Boyd. Keep that one in mind. The wind is blowing out to right field in Detroit. Lefty-lefty matchup. Not saying run to it because he hit three home runs, but uh, forty two hundred bucks at least the upside's there. I do really like some Derek Fisher at forty two hundred bucks leading off for Houston against Yanoa. I like that quite a bit. Uh, in your GPPs, Fran Mill Ray is only forty two versus Fetty has a lot of appeal to it as well. I mentioned Scott Kingery already at forty one. You get some slumping low King at forty one against Ricky Davis that can get you going. Lots to like fourteen games late as you'd expect. Uh, Cesar Pueyo. He's there for power alone. He's got the lefty Mark Gonzalez at $4,100. GPP play. Pueyo is definitely in play for you there. In that matchup, Reimer Lariano's been heating up. You got Kiki Hernandez at 41 A couple guys there. Surprisingly, I know I'm listening to a lot of names. I'm skipping a lot more. So it should make you feel better. We're not going to be here all night. But Josh Reddick swinging a really good stick at 4K versus Yanoa. Delano DeShields Jr. I don't hate that at 4K. And that magic gets on. Steals some bags. Mentioned Lourdes Gurriel at 39 earlier. He's got that upside. Same with Chris Davis. $3,900 GPP upside in that matchup. Eventually, he'll get back and get going. Nico Goodrum. We know is going to give up at least one or two. There's a good chance. He gets, it's, not, it's not always automatic. Good chance he gives up one or two. Nico at $3,800. Big time up to their side there versus Pinata. Don't hate that at all. Uh, you got Marquecas, Jeff McNeil. Good value plays for you there. So on and so forth. Josh Naylor, if he cracks the lineup at 38 Good spot there versus Fetty. Steven Piscotti. At 38, brings you some value. 
So lots and lots and lots. Nelly Cruz, only 3,700. We used to play Nelly Cruz automatically versus a lefty. I respect the hell out of Matt Boyd. I do. The Mookie bets at 44 is criminal. Nelly Cruz has been slumping. I get it. He went deep recently. Maybe he's going to start getting it going. I do respect Matt Boyd. Lefty's hitting 228, but righties are hitting 279. Minnesota's offense is extremely good. You can get Nelson Cruz for 3700 bucks. This is why we do this podcast. It's not to say you have to play these guys. It's to open our mind to possibilities of what to do throughout the day. It's the first look podcast. When you see a Nelson Cruz at 37, you got to think about it for a second. You can't just pass him by. He's got Jan Henry Solarte and Brian Anderson right next to him. One thing is not like the others, folks. So Nelly Cruz at 37, he could golden sombrero this bitch. But at the same time, at $3,700, you have a double dog upside against Matt Boyd and then a shitty Detroit bullpen. So that's what you have to keep in mind when you're breaking it down. Tony Kemp at 37. Um, Nick Castellanos only 36 versus Pinata. Detroit Tigers, this is what's weird. I mentioned with Pinata, he's cheap. The Tigers have a super low team total. Those things usually don't match up. So you're getting a, a, a stinky value possibly with Pineda. At the same time, we know he's going to give up some hard contact. You're getting guys like Goodrum and Castellanos who are very good at creating hard contact at very cheap prices. Things to keep in mind when building later on. All right, I won't blabber on anymore. I'll wrap up the pitching for you again. Um, up top, Kershaw, Cole. In the 9K range, Heaney, DeGrom, Lynn. In the 7K range, Woodruff, Porcello, Urania. Down below, it's Pinata. It's Bailey. Pinata with a bullet. I might have to die on a Pinata mountain, and that's always a scary mountain to die on because that can be like a slip and slide at times. All right, look at stacks on this slate. Boston's always in play. It's not my top stack by any means, but they're always worth a look, especially with some of the value we mentioned that we found. But some other ones to keep an eye on. Philadelphia versus Tyler Molle, Cincinnati versus Eflin. Both have appeal in that ballpark, especially with the lefties. In those lineups, but Houston team total of almost six against Yanoa, really good spot there. They really, you know, they've struggled since Altuve, Correa, Springer, but now totally makes sense. They really got it going in Seattle. You know, you're getting some value of Fishers, the Kemp's, uh, Bregman's 53, Bradley's 47, Reddick's cheap. You're getting values with these guys. You can mix and match and make it work. And people don't play them as much because those names aren't as sexy as Correa, Springer, and Altuve. So you get a little bit of a discount for a team that's still being very productive. Milwaukee versus Ricky Davis is a smash spot. I know I've been saying Milwaukee's a smash spot this week. I'm not the only ones. The fact they couldn't hit Miami at home is just beyond many of us. But uh, Ricky Davis might get them right. Uh, Texas versus Brett Anderson, very good spot there. Kansas City's been struggling. I want to target Yvonne Nova. They could go off, but it's just, it's ugly. But like the Toronto Blue Jays versus Mer- Merrill Kelly will be overlooked. Um, the Mets versus Sensatella will be overlooked. The Dodgers versus Pomeranz, very good late night hammer. Washington versus Margavicious, very good. There's You could make cases for so many teams on the slate. So that's where the member Discord's huge at TQE. Or join us at FantasySportsDGens.com, at FantasyDGens on Twitter, and the FantasyDGens Slack chat will help you get in the right direction. All right, lastly, your BBP on this slate before we head into the weekend. Hopefully we got some good stuff here, but it's starting out slow, really, really slow. Adam Jones, 9 for 25, two doubles off Marcus Stroman. Ian Desmond, 6-for-19 with a homer off of Jacob DeGrom. Um, Nico Goodrum's got a homer off. Well, they have the wrong pitcher here. They got Kyle Gibson here. It's, we're seeing Pinata right now, so we're going to stick with the Pinata stuff. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez, 4-for-9, two doubles, a triple off Matt Boyd. He's super value. Uh, Adriana, 4-for-13. 
Eddie Rosario, Polanco, Sano all have homers off Matt Boyd. Avisel Garcia, 9 for 24, the double and two home runs off Porcello. Uh, something to keep in mind there. Freddie Freeman, 9 for 23, two doubles, a triple, and three homers off Urania. We liked Freddie. We like Freddie. Uh, Brian McCann's taking him deep as well. Elvis Andrews, 8 for 27, triple homer off of Brett Anderson. Not shabby, not too shabby. A few more to maybe take a look at because nothing's really going. Yonder Alonso, 4 for 13 versus Bailey. Nothing crazy. Mike Trout, oh, shocker, Mike Trout. 12 for 26, three doubles, two home runs off Marco Gonzalez. David Fletcher, who we like, usually leads off first lefties. 8 for 20, three doubles and a homer. Luke Roy's even 4 for 11. They're in 283 with a 352 well button, 177 ISO off of Marco Gonzalez. Mitch Hanniger, 5 for 16 with a triple and two homers off of Heaney. Mac Williamson's taking him deep. He might be in the lineup, so keep that in mind as they has picked him up recently. And Edwin's got two home runs off of Andrew Heaney. So keep those in mind. Uh, we got some good VVP, VVP versus Kershaw. Joe Panic's hitting 270, 10 for 37 with a homer. Um, as a team, they're only hitting a buck 77 off of Kershaw. And that'll do it. There's your BVP and there's your Friday edition of Quick Hits. Again, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick or join us at TQE, promo code Bubba. Get in the member Discord. Ask all the questions you need. Come join us at Fantasy DGEN's uh, Slack chat as well. You'll have all your truck racing, Xfinity racing, and NASCAR all covered over there with the boys doing some great work. You got soccer with MS Squared. You got basketball playoffs. You got WNBA. The guy's popping off in there. There's so much covered in all the sports. Baseball, of course, golf. Lots going on over there. So come check us out. Free 99. But everybody have a good weekend. Give a rate and review. I'd really appreciate it. But this was MLB DFS Crickets, your Friday, June 7th edition. I'm out. Yeah.